0: Welcome back to the IFC Podcast. This is your host, Moses Bobensham. It's been a pretty long time since we've done this, but with the new semester up and running, it's time to bring it back. I hope everyone had a great start to the new semester with recruitment and everything else going in full swing. And this week's guest is a representative of Alpha Tau Omega. They've been at Indiana State rechartering the chapter for probably about the past month, two months, and they even visited last semester. Um, And we have Hunter Coy on with us today to kind of talk about all that.
1: Thank you, I'm happy to be here, Moses. Of course. So the first thing
0: I kind of want to talk about is your own personal experience in fraternity life, because I think it takes a, a certain kind of person to put themselves in the position of working with a national headquarters and going through all of that, because it's not easy, obviously. Um, so what is kind of your background in fraternity life or your experiences?
1: Yeah, of course. So when um, prior to me attending University of North Texas for my undergrad, I had developed a interest in what fraternity life was about. Um, We all see the social aspects in different movies and different things and I wasn't sure if that was necessarily the route that I wanted to take but I definitely had an interest in the leadership aspects, the um, brotherhood, kind of connecting with people in ways I had never connected with them prior to college. Um, So I essentially went and visited and I visited with every fraternity that was available on my campus. Um, There were 16 IFC fraternities, there were multiple MGC fraternities and then there was a fraternities within the Divine Nine and I did not hold back on visiting every single one because I wanted to have every opportunity that would potentially be available to me. Um, I had my dad with me when we actually went and got to visit so it was pretty cool kind of like having him as someone who was very inexperienced with both college and Greek life being present to see kind of like what I may have interest in. Um, so, after visiting a lot of them and going to a few houses and just different events, we left and I had actually between Alpha to Omega, Beta Chi, and Delta Sigma Phi, those were the three that had given me the most interest. Um, and my dad had made a comment saying that the moment that we walked into the Alpha to Omega chapter house at the time, he almost said that he saw people that related to me so well that he saw me going nowhere else, but wanted me to, of course, keep my options open and go and look. Where I thought I would fit best.
0: That's pretty crazy that you visited all 16. Because, like, at least a lot of the people I've talked to about their experiences at ISU, at least most of the time, it's, I met this one fraternity. I didn't necessarily go many other places. And it, that's just how it went, which obviously I, I commend you for what you did. I think it's the best possible way to do it. But that's not usually how it works.
1: Yeah, I, I hear that common term about almost, they call it like what, suicide rushing. Yeah. And so, and when individuals do that, it, I mean, it's great that when they actually do that and they find the place that like is their home, is where they belong, and they can find people to interact with. But also, it worries me sometimes, just because there are so many different opportunities from all of our organizations that are so positive and can benefit us in ways that, in all different ways, that are going to push us to ultimately achieve our goals for our future after college. Yeah,
0: and so you talked a little bit about the leadership opportunities that were inside of your fraternity. You ended up joining IFC and were IFC president for, was it just a year or two years?
1: So uh, my first semester, of course, I was a new member with an ATO and of with through our new member process. I got initiated in the spring of 2017, the very first week we got back to campus. I then became an IFC delegate immediately after becoming the IFC delegate, I simply was a presence on IFC for ATO and didn't know much about what I was doing. Um, I did that for an entire year and eventually came around to wanting to do, run for an exec position. They had a VP of public relations, which ultimately was what I got a degree in. And so I was like, oh, I wanna do that. I mean, like running some social media, maybe writing a few things on behalf of IFC, that sounds pretty interesting. Uh, When I actually first went to go do that, I was, uh, I don't want to say pressured, but kind of pressured by the president at the time to run for the vice president of recruitment. I then was like, okay, well, I'll go ahead and maybe take on this bigger responsibility, see what happens. I'm going to have to get elected by all the delegates from all the other fraternities. So that will be, maybe if they see potential there, I'll go for it. Um, I then did get elected for VP of recruitment, and I did that for a year, uh, which actually led into me wanting to run for the IFC president position the following year, which I then ran for and was also elected for that.
0: I have a question about your IFC and how that experience was. At least here at Indiana State, we have at times struggled, and we currently still do, to find brothers to fill those positions. Now, you went to a bigger university with more fraternities and everything else, but did IFC kind of still struggle to fill those positions, or even in from an overall topic, was it IFC kind of like looked down upon? Because I feel like a lot of times we're looked at as um, we don't do a whole lot for the community or we're just a governing body that doesn't do much for its members and whatnot. Did, was there kind of that same overall attitude?
1: There were a lot of biases towards IFC and almost co- being as if, we are attacking the individual chapters for different things they're doing. At the end of the day, individual chapters have bylaws and they have rules that they have to follow and they are expected to follow them and they have the people they have to listen to. We, As the Interfraternity Council, you are another governing body over all of the organizations, but you're almost that bridgeway between the school administration and the chapters. So you can be almost like a brick wall. So they're going to you first before they're trying to attack a chapter. There were a lot of attacks that we would get. I think the best, way to put it is that individual chapters thought they could benefit their own chapter by having people on IFC, but the reason that I joined IFC and actually wanted to continue doing what I was doing is because I wanted to benefit Greek life. I wanted to benefit all of the men in all the fraternities. I didn't care what letters you wore because I know the positive experience you can gain from being in a fraternity. And so with that, I took the time and the effort to make sure I was present at every organization's event um, go and meet as many people within all of the Greek organizations and just be their actual friend and show them that I'm going to be there and be their supporter. Um, and But in the case that they do something wrong, I would, of course, have to hold them accountable, which I think is a valuable skill to have because if we hold each other accountable, we'll benefit ourselves in the future.
0: Yeah, I think that's one thing I critique myself heavily on is like, I have not gone out enough and met individual organizations and created relationships with people other like in other fraternities. I don't think I've done that enough in my term like on IFC and it's just something I I wish I would do more and I would love to starting you know now with recruitment events and everything else that's very commendable. Um, So you went through and you were IFC president and obviously that created a lot of relationships and um, did everything through that and you graduate your undergrad and you said you were in public relations was it?
1: Yeah, so my degree was in Journalism, but it was a concentration in Public Relations.
0: Okay, and afterwards, did you have a specific career or anything that you wanted to go into, or were you kind of just, like most college students, kind of floating around?
1: so uh, um the unique experience that i'm sure many people the last year and a half that have graduated college had to experience is that when you graduate during a pandemic there are very limited options i graduated during may of 2020 the peak of covid everything's still very shut down no one is hiring every company's on job freezes or letting go of employees still and so my route of looking into positions within pr advertising marketing of some sort um, and going into uh, some type of company to do that role was almost shortcut. So I knew that I enjoyed working with students. I'd been on multiple exec positions on multiple organizations. I loved working with students. I loved hearing their story. And I had a route I could take through ATO and going through the nationals. So when my national representative was down visiting us and consulting us, i simply mentioned it, that I would have interest in learning about it. And then essentially the way that I recruit to get ATO started here in Indiana State is the same way I was recruited into the national position of just starting conversations, learning about the people who, are simply interested in me and then I'm getting to uh, tell more of my own story um, and I thought it would be a very good role I mean I get to travel to different college campuses I get to meet individuals from all over the nation um, I get to add more brothers uh, into the Alpha mega fraternity and it's been a it was a positive impact and still is a positive impact I just it was not something that may have been originally on my mind but I'm happy I took the took the route I did
0: yeah I mean obviously I don't think it's for everybody but when you're that committed to your own fraternity and the experiences that you can give other people when they join I think that's awesome and then this is not the first project that you've had Indiana State is not the first project correct that is correct what what was the first project
1: so my very first project uh, was in uh, fall of 2020 I went to Kansas State University
0: and how was that
1: so there were there was a lot of it was an experience to say the least the uh, previous chapter of ato that was on that campus um still had a slight presence there was still a lot of stereotypes uh those the chapter had previously been removed because they simply they were not being what ato values and ato like once for their individual members um so the men that were removed from that organization were no longer atos are no longer atos but going into a an environment as a very new individual to an organization and trying to get one started it was very tough um i i got gained a lot of experience and handled a lot of challenges i don't think that i would have originally had the opportunity to understand um i got to I really actually got to focus a lot on PR and rebranding and doing a lot of marketing which I think was really positive because it developed I mean it's going to continue helping my career in the future past this role that I'm in but it was uh an experience that I'm enjoyed I did but would never want to do again mm-hmm. for that type of environment I was put in.
0: Yeah, I mean at least here at Indiana State, it's probably a different experience because there wasn't a presence. Uh, I mean, the ATO was obviously here at one point in time, but it's not like you had members of like ATO in the past that were still here that you had to necessarily deal with. What was? Is there anything that like, stands out from that experience that's much different than this one that is almost funny to you or anything else? Like, like just that experience difference.
1: Um, Well, I mean, each campus I've been to, because this is not my third campus, so each experience has been different. You have different students, you have a different culture on the campus, you have different individuals that you're just going to meet in general. Um, The thing that there is a lot of... Relatable things in the sense of the type of students, because with Kansas State when I went there, there were a lot of individuals who are from small towns run the area, and they went to a college like that. And that's the same here for Indiana State. There's a lot of individuals that we've met that are just from surrounding small areas that are coming here. So it's we're able to relate and like connect those conversations that we knew we had before, and kind of relate them here as well. Um, but the environment as a whole, it's far different. Indiana State's greek life and the campus community as a whole have been very accepting whether they're going to join greek life or not they are accepting and happy to hear about the message that we are providing and the opportunities that we want to provide the students that same message was not taken as easily or as quickly at kansas state as it has been at indiana state and that's been very exciting so far
0: at least from my own personal experience while you've been here on campus i've heard nothing but good things about you guys even other members of greek life that may you may assume there might be competition there or anything else people speak very highly of the project you guys have here and i think all in all we want to see other fraternities succeed obviously each person is a part of their own organization and they want their organization to do the best and everything else but as a community we still want to see other organizations grow and when you have representatives like yourself that come here and do a good job it really makes it a lot easier so
1: yeah i definitely agree with that i have only ever heard good things and like i think i I can relate it back to my IFC background. I only wanted to make connections within with members of Greek Life to benefit all of us. Um, so the moment that there's an individual I'm speaking to and like our opportunity that we're providing may not be the best for them, but Greek Life will still be beneficial to them. I want them to go and talk to the other fraternities. I will be the first one to introduce them to someone that I know because I know that they if they're going to get that benefit from joining that organization then i want them to do it and ultimately as we all grow and whether we're competitive in a positive way um, we all grow in numbers that's going to benefit us all in the long run and all of our organizations because we're going to create a bigger presence and impact on the campus and the community yeah
0: and your experiences at State, you originally visited what pat last spring wasn't it
1: yes um so pat uh, i did a project at mississippi state um, similar to what I'm doing here, and then when I got done with that, I came here and visited for two days to do like uh, it was what we call a pre-visit. So we we're kind of visiting the campus to meet different individuals, meet with different student leaders, meet with a lot of faculty, administration, and staff, um, and just kind of finally get some sort of presence since we knew we were going to be coming here in the fall. In the fall,
0: and you were on campus for how long before school actually started? Because you got here like the beginning of August, correct?
1: Yes, yeah, so I had two days in April and then I came to uh, for a few hours at three different orientations during the summer. And then I showed up um, the Friday uh, before like state startup or like the welcome weekend. And so then I was at the event Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then the classes started Tuesday. Yeah,
0: I think that dedication is something that it shows when you have members joining that that dedication obviously works. And you have other organizations, and obviously never talk ill about other organizations, but other organizations that may charter, try and charter universities but don't put in the necessary steps like you guys have in terms of coming here, being prepared, everything else, and it doesn't work. And you now have, uh, obviously you have goals to make your chapter you know big and you know strong and a presence at Indiana State, but you've also had in your first time trying to go through recruitment you've had multiple members already sign bids correct correct and your goals are what 25 30 you
1: know yeah somewhere in the we try to go for chapter average for the ifc fraternities on campus but ultimately if we start with somewhere between 30 to 35 that'll set up our members well enough to where they can continue progressing on their own Um, so that's currently our goal yeah,
0: and that's so so important. Obviously, the first class that you bring in, because they're really the ones that kind of start, you know, their own identity of what the chapter is going to look like here, at Indiana State. Because, like you said, it's different every single university. Even though it's Alpha Tau Omega, you know, the chapter here may be different, entirely different than the chapter that's in Illinois at Illinois State or wherever it is. Um, and so that first class is a is a huge influence. So how's that process kind of been in recruiting those guys?
1: Um. It's been good. It kind of like going back to your first statement, though, with us being so present on campus. Uh, the thing that we are at the mo the very end of the day we want to set an example for the guys that we want to join. So one of those six is being like, actions do speak louder than words, Us uh, showing that we're present on campus, us just being there, whether we are actively meeting individuals or just simply being there to represent ATO, that is what we want our individual members that we are going to ultimately invite to do. So if they're seeing that we're doing that, then they'll be interested in that and continue progressing um, and continuing those partnerships we've made on campus. Um, you asked the question that you just asked
0: no I was just talking about the different types of guys that you recruited for the first class and the importance behind that kind of how that has gone in terms of you don't you have to almost convince them of a project because they're the ones almost starting it obviously you were here and you know starting the chapter but they're the ones that are gonna step into those exec positions and kind of make the chapters identity
1: okay oh yeah so um, it's actually very I've, I've seen it work to 100% of what we wanted once, and that was at Mississippi State, and so that's why I want to also kind of almost like replicate here. Of course not with the same men necessarily because the Indiana State and Mississippi State are two different campuses. But um, seeing the process take place, I have a better understanding of like this is what will happen in just a couple of weeks. So uh, the first thing that we do is we try reaching all over the campus to reach out to maybe individuals who never get contacted by Greek life, um, uh, different areas of campus that may just not be contacted by uh, any type of fraternity or sorority life at all, Um, with the goal of, we want to connect them to other individuals that they may not run across, or meet on campus, ultimately through ATO, because that's gonna set them up for what comes in real life after you graduate college. You're not around the same people with the same thoughts, maybe the same necessarily values, morals, well, having a safe space to have those conversations and uh, basically change your perspective or see it from a different light, well, that will set you up to where you can have those conversations when you are an adult and it doesn't lead to uh, arguments, fights, hating other human beings and other individuals. Um, and so setting, them up, setting that up now while we're in college is really like the best goal there. Um, and then in a couple of weeks when we have all, as we've started the conversations about brotherhood, the conversations about like what they want philanthropy to look like in their community service, um, and their impact, uh, we'll do a selection for an exec board. So they'll all have the necessary training in just a few weeks from now to where they'll be fully functioning as an organization as the rest of the IFC. They'll just ultimately, rather than saying, this is what our philanthropy is, this is what will be, well, this is what our philanthropy will be. Yeah. So.
0: They get to make a lot of decisions. It's a very exciting process, but it's also not necessarily the easiest thing in the world. You almost have to, not necessarily convince, but you have to, Tell these new members that they're investing in a project and building up that project versus already joining an established organization and trying to change it. I think that's something my own specific chapter, our our advisor is actually leaving us. He's been our advisor for multiple years now, and the last thing he said to us was, your chapter, you are doing great things. You know what you do. You don't know why you're doing it. And so we have to establish the why, like the the overall message behind what we want to do and our, you know, kind of goals and everything else. And that's what we have to work towards. Whereas being a new chapter on campus, it's completely different. Obviously, you still have to find that why and everything else, but there's so much more to it. And um, there's many years to come, obviously.
1: Of course. Yeah, no, I think that that's uh a... One of the best things though, is like the way I go about describing it is that we are ultimately getting started in creating the foundation. So the individual men that we get to have join, um, that we invite to join, they get to add in some of their own values, some of their own morals, a lot of their own thoughts into like, what does brotherhood look like? What does philanthropy look like? What do they want to be known for here at Indiana State? Whereas a traditional joining process, when you do join that organization, um, they already have that established. So you're joining what they have you don't maybe necessarily get all the impact in the voice that you would by joining a new organization but that is two different types of experiences and they're both positive for myself I was not a founding member I joined an established organization because I enjoyed what they were doing but now I'm getting the opportunity to actually like be able part of the creation of ATO and help find those members who maybe they wouldn't necessarily want to join one of the fraternities on campus, but like this opportunity that's being presented, like they want actually have ideas that they'd want to contribute to. Maybe this would possibly be something they find more interest in. It's, it's a very weird world that we live in and the way that uh, many students and many people just think across the nation. So like finding those right people that are up, up for the challenge of getting to start an organization is really the best way that we can go about it.
0: Yeah, I know my own chapter was one of the more recent charters on campus back in 2017 and even then like for years probably my freshman and sophomore year and maybe we're changing a little bit now but it seemed as if we were still in the mindset of being the new fraternity on campus and it bled i feel like a lot into like kind of what our goals were and everything else and finally I think we're realizing hey, we've been here for four or five years now. We're not the new chapter on campus. We wanna be the standard for everybody else. And um, obviously it takes time, but I have no doubt that you guys are gonna be setting a foundation with the people you're bringing in to, to start that in the upcoming years and everything else, so.
1: Yeah, I love how you said that to be the standard, because that's actually very much what, I, without like, just like, because I'm very, very transparent, when we go to a campus, we always wanna be if we always want to set a standard as well so um, that's what our biggest thing is about like just like focusing all those positive things that you gain from joining any type of fraternity uh being from leadership brotherhood the campus impact community impact like that's like we so like that's where like the actions come into words it's how do you know that they're a part of a certain organization without them having letters attached to them is what's so impactful important because if you know that they're doing something on the campus and they don't they're not wearing letters they're just doing that but they happen to be an ATO like that's that's setting a standard um, so I definitely it's great that you all are doing that and then hopefully like our individual members can also follow in those same footsteps of yeah we are the newest fraternity but we also want to set a standard like just like Delta Sigma Phi how are they setting their standard can we do it just like them can we do it just like Pi Kappa Alpha can we do it just like Pi Kappa Phi like setting a standard that all the way across the Greek community we all are that's, that's ISU's IFC doing that, and that will be, I think, the best impact we could have.
0: I respect so much the fact that you would go to individual chapters and say, we are chartering on this campus. What is it that you guys do that makes you successful, and what can we do to then be successful? Like, I know you met with individual chapters here at Indiana State, and I respect that so much, is realizing, hey, they do a great job, we wanna follow their example, and improve it, obviously, and be our own, but we want the like the steps that they took to do that. I, I respect that so much, I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like I'm coming and joining a community where I get to live for six weeks and be a part of it, and interact with students that they are also interacting with, but also setting us up for Sometimes, like you never know, well, you never know what type of community you're stepping into. It could be very toxic. It could be one of the best communities you ever step into. But taking it from the standpoint of I'm just going to go and ask questions. I'm going to meet people. I'm going to befriend them. Is then it set not only me up for what do I need to prepare for, but also how can I give back to them? Um, so. With that like i've seen certain ways that different fraternities have been recruiting on this campus and i'm like wow that's actually a really good idea i can't do that myself because it's me and one other teammate but i can definitely tell the individual members i joined hey they were doing this and they were having a successful job at it i want you to do something similar to that so because at the end of the day like the other chapters have been here longer than we have so we can't necessarily give them that this is how this is the perfect way to do it because we haven't been here. Let's go ask the other individuals and let's, let them provide us their expertise because they are the experts on this campus we are not. Yeah.
0: I respect that a lot. Like I said, I think that's awesome. And I have no doubt that ATO will be on this campus for years to come, especially with the foundation that you guys have set. And that's awesome. So kind of wrap things up. Is there anything else that you want to say to anybody listening or just about your experience at Indiana State before we head out?
1: Uh, My experience has been great so far. This campus really is very open and accepting um, to our presence and just seems to be like I could walk up to any student that's just sitting somewhere and just have a conversation with them and the impact of like they are ready to have a conversation back is what I find so important. I mean because at the end of the day we are trying to make those fans, make those friends, and then find those future brothers. So doing that it's through the process of meeting every individual you can meet on campus because at the end of the day if they like if they just know someone else that may have interest and they talk about how oh yeah i just met this ato and they were great like that is something that will take not only ato but greek life up another level um and that's what i want to continue doing and so just through the process of finding those men who want to be leaders on campus or already current leaders on campus uh, to join our organization to continue the impact that we wanna make um, as ATO and within the Greek community is what I'm looking forward to over the next four weeks. Yeah,
0: I definitely can speak on behalf of IFC and I think majority of people here in Indiana State, we love loved having you here. We look forward to the next you know few weeks that you are here and everything else, so
1: thank you very much. Of course, thank you, Moses, thanks for having me. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up, guys. Thank you guys for
0: listening to this week's episode. I will be back next week. And so thank you very much for listening and we will see you then.